Hello, 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 beautiful people. Welcome for a new live episode of Stand Out from the Crowd, the show dedicated to provide you the tools, the resources, the tips, the energy, the motivation, the inspiration that you need in order to stand out from the crowd. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Darin Benamara. I'm the founder and CEO of The Smart Woman. And I'm super happy to join you live each week on Wednesdays to showcase the stories, the experiences, the, the good, the bad, the bad and the ugly of, you know, those who made it and those who are like, you know, moving the, the needle, changing the world, uh, making the change that they want to see to happen in the world. And today we have a special guest a beautiful and smart woman. Her story is very inspiring. And through her interview today, I'm really hoping to show you how you can transform uh, 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 such events in life that can be perceived as negative, you know, into a power uh, source of, you know, happiness and, and wellness eventually, and how you can use that strength to inspire uh, the transformation among others and give back to your community. So as usual, uh, let us know when you are where you are tuning in from. I know we have a beautiful com international community here, and we are multi-stream on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, <laughs> use the chat, use the comment to introduce yourself to network. Your next partner job uh, opportunities might be in the chat as well. And of course, if you have any questions for myself or for our amazing guest today, please leave it in the comments. Now, help me welcome Susie Pads. Hello, hello, Susie. Hi, Doreen. It is so nice to be here. Thank you. I'm super excited. That was quite an intro. Ah, right. You like it? Good. Good. I love it. And, and, and I'm so inspired by your story, you know, and I'm really hoping that uh, we will talk a little bit about it uh, today, but how you transformed such events and life happens, right? So such life events that might be perceived as the end of everything for others, for some people, but you turn this into into a beautiful experience and you made it your mission to to make an impact in the world and this is what we are going to talk about it today and how now you are helping uh, people to achieve their full potential through love and kindness and this is what we need now more than ever and especially uh, in the crazy times that we are going through right so Susie, please, can you uh, introduce yourself and let us know how you impact people's lives? Sure. Well, I, I am Susie Patz. Hi, Lala. Um, I am a, I, I'm creating a mobile application. The name of my company is Love Out Loud. And what we are doing just on the very basic foundation is we are gamifying the good that people do to encourage people to do more good um, to reflect on the good that they're doing, but also for each good thing that people post, money is then donated to charity. So it starts this ripple effect in motion. There's so much more to it than that, but that's kind of the basics without getting into too much of the weeds. Um, so that's what I am doing right now. Um, and that's the beauty of using good to amplify and make more good out of so many goods, right? And, Absolutely. And 
and that's what we need more than ever so now let's let's go back a little bit to a uh, prior uh, your 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 career shift right prior you deciding to uh, amplify the good in the world through your your app uh, tell us a little bit more about your previous life your previous career so previous career i was the trading and investing education space for about eight years um i was at one point for a, a large majority of that i was actually managing a team of around 150 professional traders they were instructors for this company um and navigating where they're at schedules all of the back end for um a network it was a franchise network of about 37 different locations worldwide um and so that's what i was doing prior to the accident okay so that was like the busy uh, life of a woman leader in the corporate world like in the financial world uh nailing it basically rocking it and then your career was stopped by an accident so do you want to can you are you willing to tell us more a little uh, about it yeah yeah i will it's funny it's now it's it's become um for some reason it's harder for me to talk about it now than it was initially i think because it was so new and i think when you go through hard stuff sometimes you want to move past it but it has shaped I mean, everything, everything of who I am right now. So I know that it's, it's just, it's a narrative for, for my life. Um, so four years ago, I went for a run before work. A young kid that was texting and driving hit me with his car. Um, I cracked my skull. I suffered brain damage. And I don't remember, don't remember the next four days of my life. And for, I, I mean, I was barely awake for probably the next few months. The first week home, I was only awake for an hour a day, and then I could gradually increase that over time. Um, but <laughs> I wasn't somebody that wanted to be held back. I think it's like it, like probably like everybody watching this, and probably like you, Dream. You don't want life to stop you. You, you're thinking, no, 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 no. I'm just gonna, you know what? You're gonna push through. You're gonna. I decided I was gonna try to go back after about two and a half weeks. Oh wow! Work. Yeah. It didn't really work. Um, yeah, that's what I was about to say. It didn't happen, right? No. Um, I was I was awake for about three hours a day at the time. I couldn't drive, so I had to have a neighbor drive me back and forth. And um, that was one of, I think, my biggest lessons as I was learning was what I had tried to do was try to push through, make other people happy. I saw the deficit that was occurring at work because I wasn't there and I wanted to fill in. I wanted to be back to normal. I wanted to be back to who I was. And I was now a different person, right? It was brain damage that changed who I was, uh, but I was still holding on to what I wanted to be. So I got to a point where my brain pushed back and it said no, uh, pretty severely. And this the lesson that i learned and i think it's a lesson that we we all need to learn in life is we need to focus on what is best for you not what everybody else wants from you not what everybody else needs from you but actually standing up for what it is that you need um i mean for me it was so, such an aggressively important thing at the time that there was no way around it, right? It, it was, 
my brain was not going to allow me to. I actually had to go into my boss's office after trying to push through and tell him, hey, I don't know if I can work right now. This may, I may need a month. I may need a couple of months off. Um, and by doing that, though, by standing up for what it was that I needed, not trying to push through, not trying to put in the hours, whatever it was that I could as a detriment to my health, what I understood and what I got from that was actually support. And I think that we get so afraid when we stand up for ourselves that people are going to shoot us down, that they're not going to accept us as that person. And I have found the absolute opposite is true. People want to know what you want. People want to give you and, you know, and treat you the way you want to be treated. But if you don't tell them, they're going to just do what they think. So that was and, one of my biggest first lessons that I've learned. And actually, there are like two major lessons uh, that I, I feel like only like like life and, you know, through like uh, challenging times can teach us. You know, you mentioned being able to focus and to think about what you need. And especially as women, that's not something that we do. Or that's, that not, that's not something that we are taught to do or that we know how to do it, just the basics. Because that would be the family, the, the parents, the husbands, the kids, and so on and so on. And so we don't even think about who do we want to be or who we are or what do we need for us. We don't. So that's the first major lesson. And the second one, as you said, is let people know how you want to be treated. If you don't tell them, they will just t treat you the way for them, they will think that it's okay. And I do believe also here, I will bring it back to not only, but because this is what I do, you know, being a, 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 a female leader, being a high achieving woman, where you do, you do, you do, you go, you go, you go, you don't count the hours, you sacrifice everything, your relationships, your family, because, you know, this is the direction, but you don't even think about, oh, but hold on, let's, let's pause a minute and let's see how is it working. Let's see if I'm getting the support that I need. Let's see if I'm letting people know that I need support, right? And, and, and we apply this in our professional life and in our personal life as well. And at some point, being uh, an accident, being a burnout, being, you know, such events, we face a wall and our back is, is I mean, our back is against the wall and we are like, what's happening now? And this is only in these moments that you, you, you take the time to reflect and to, use, and to think about, this is what I need. This is who I am. This is the kind of support that I need, right? I agree. And it's and it is too bad. Because you're absolutely right. We we wait until there's a need, right? We wait until something happens for us where we just don't even have a choice anymore. Um and and I hope that that changes. I hope that that shifts. Yeah. I hope people learn. I mean, that's part of why I share my stories, because I want people to learn not have to go through all of the, you know, the, the tough times, like what you were saying, that usually triggers that for us, but to, you know, understand where they're at, if they're just not happy, if something just feels off and out of balance, like look at it and say, are you really in tune with what it is that you want, what you want your life to be about, what you want your position to be at this job, what do you want to be doing? Because um, so often I think the answer to that is, 
know or I don't know. I don't know most of the time. Yes, it's yeah. I don't know. And and that's okay. That's okay. As long as you take the time then to start thinking about it and to reflect about it. And when you don't know, as long as you don't know, you cannot reach your highest potential, your full potential. And this is what we're going to talk about. But before we, we go further into the conversation, I would like to uh, to show a few comments. Sukriti Shah says, amazing. Uh, glad it resonates with you, Sukruti. Um, Mark Ojambo, greetings from Nairobi, Kenya, getting you loud and clear. Wonderful. And your friend or your connection, Lala, says, hi, gals. Hello, Susie. Wonderful. Uh, so now you have, you're going through, you have had your accident, you know, and you're reflecting on who you are, what you need, who you were meant to be finally, because you realize that you cannot hold on to the, 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 the vision that you had for yourself prior to this event. So what was your aha moment when you decided, okay, this is who I am and this is what I want to do. Oh my gosh, the aha moment. This is going to sound strange. So remember, this is brain damage. And so there was a lot. What I was forced to do at this time was to completely strip away any and all distractions from my life. My brain couldn't handle it. I couldn't take in the noise. I couldn't take in lights, uh, screens. So there was absolutely no TV. There was no, like hardly any phone. Um, it was literally me in my room isolating myself because there was just so much stimulus for myself that I had to just kind of keep myself really quiet. And when you do this, when you don't have all the distractions that happen throughout life, you are forced to look at all of your thoughts. Yeah. There's nothing keeping you from it. And I don't, I mean, I don't know if we realize how much we actually intentionally create distractions so we don't have to go there. Oh, um, I, I, I'm, I'm the queen of this. So trust me, I know, <laughs> but that's not it. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Um, and, and I couldn't like just text a friend and be like, Hey, let's go get a drink. I need to get out of my head for a minute. I was stuck in it. Um, and so it allowed a lot of clarity for me though. And so I understood you know, going through what I was going through, the support, I, I feel so incredibly fortunate for the support that I received. I can't imagine anybody going through something like that without having this positive support system. I mean, I honestly think in life, I don't care if you're going through something tough or not. And what I'm learning is you need to create something like that for every step of your life. Uh, people around you that believe in you, that support whatever it is that you're doing and that, uh, you know, maybe have are doing what it is that you're doing so you can get ideas but creating that is so important so grateful to have that and i understood i wanted to be able to create that for everybody i wanted to figure out a way for other people to have because i under like talking with other people i really understood a lot of people didn't have this um and i wanted to help people find a way to start loving themselves a little bit more. Um, at the time in the US, this is, you know, as I was recovering, it was about three years ago, there were a lot of suicides and there was like a school shooting, it felt like every week. And recognizing where that comes from, 
from our inability to know how to handle situations, to know how to handle what's going on in here. And so we lash out, we, we, we have no outlet for it. And so this is our pain that is speaking through us in, in manifesting in these terrible ways. So that's when I decided that I knew what it was that I wanted to do. I will say to anybody that's got a purpose, just because you figure out your purpose doesn't mean right away you know what that's going to look like, like how you're going to create that. So have patience. Um, so so and- tell us a little bit more about the process of creating. So you found your purpose. You realized that there was a gap and you wanted to help people fulfill that gap, right? So yes. what was your, your journey to finding on how you could articulate and, 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 and create an impact with your purpose? <sighs> I'll tell you again, at first it was hard. When I recognized what it was that I wanted to do, you want to start like doing it right away and you feel like confused, you feel lost because you don't know how to implement that. Um, And then seeing the suicides, seeing the school shootings, what I recognized is we have a huge ability in our school systems to teach children how to navigate hard times. Like, yes, we teach them all the fantastic things, all the subjects, right? Math, science, history, etc. But we miss the foundational parts of who we are. Mm-hmm. And it's not like this is something that, I mean, right now, how we learn it is just from the people around us. And they aren't masters of psychology. They may not know how to handle really challenging situations themselves. Mm-hmm. And so if we can teach this in schools, if we could teach our children from a young age how to connect with each other, to, to see differences as amazing, things to be celebrated, right? Understanding that we can learn from each other. And then in our own lives, how to handle the tough situations, mm-hmm. how to give you know um, appreciation, how to celebrate people, not necessarily like be jealous, compete, feel like we're not worthy, not enough, but understand that who we are is so important. That's that's the first step that's that's the first step actually understanding who you are towards reaching your full potential so now let's talk about the power of love and kindness yes we we have a comment from lala it's okay not to know what you want but you definitely know what you don't want big time it's as much important actually to know what you don't want right like both sides are like as much important so love and kindness with the yes. COVID-19 pandemic so there is of course a before and after right even though we are still like in the middle we don't know what's happening but there is this and 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 i think most of us we feel it right we have noticed prior the before COVID-19 we were like all like in the right race you know running chasing the purpose the business the job the money the, the, the subway, everything, right? Always running, 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 running. Then boom, suddenly out of the blue, we lost like everything that we took for granted. Our freedom, our ability to go to work, our ability to feel safe and so on and so on. And so months have passed. And so as you were mentioning distractions, we find ourselves with a lot of online distraction at home but still much less distractions because we were indoor with nothing else but ourselves and you know our thoughts yeah <laughs> so and 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 since then 
I feel and, and a lot of people feel like th th there is a shift happening when we realize, OK, you know, uh, like being caught up in the rat race, that's not what I want. Uh, I want to do something more meaningful with my life. I want to I want to feel fulfilled with what I do. I want to do something that is aligned with who I am. Right. And, and we are coming back to putting us humans at the center of everything we do or everything that we want to do right and of course love and kindness is now more important than ever so tell us tell us a little bit more about how you you use it and why did you decide to to focus on the power of love and kindness to to make the change happen so I, I, I love what you just said, actually. I think that that's so true. It's something that I recognize, like when you go through tough stuff, usually it's just you going through it alone, right? Um, and you know, you, you almost like, like what I tried to do was get back into the rat race because that felt normal and that's what everybody else was doing. Exactly. Even though you're having these like significant, like epiphanies to change of perspective, like seeing what's important in life. And so that is actually one of the things that I think is one of the good things, like yeah. you were saying about this pandemic. I agree. We're going through this globally together. Like all of a sudden, the whole world has this new perspective of what's really important. They're having these epiphanies. They're having greater life perspective. And it's just, I think it's, I think it's kind of awesome. And when you took up, talk about love and kindness, the, the reason I kind of decided to focus on that and what my app was doing uh, is doing i was like i mentioned after brain injury who i was changed as a person i i was behind the desk i was managing a team of 150 people and all of a sudden i couldn't do that anymore i could literally not sit behind a desk i needed to go interact with people i i wanted to talk to people i wanted to learn like everything about people um and so i had to talk to the president of the company and i switched roles so I became a front of the room speaker. And on one of my first events, I was up in Los Angeles. There was a, uh, I was checking out, I was just for there for the night, had my event that day. I'm checking out and I'm chatting with the valet. And this is Los Angeles. So most people come here when they stay at this hotel, they're, they're seeing the sites, they're tourists, not me, I'm there for work. So he's chatting and he's asking like where I've gone, what I've seen. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I have an event today, I'm only here for the night. And he literally stops chatting with me and he looks down at my suitcase, which was huge. <laughs> and then he asks me if I'm smuggling a body. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed. I thought that was hilarious. My nerves were already up because I had this event that I was going to be doing and he completely lifted those nerves. I tipped him 20 bucks. It absolutely made his day. He offered to go run and get me a car coffee at Starbucks. And he remembered me every time I came back there after that. Um, and I started thinking about it as I was driving to my event. How incredible it is that these tiny little things, he makes kind of an off color comment that was hilarious, right? Makes this joke. I tip him 20 bucks, two really like simple things. And yet made both of our days completely changed our mindset and changed where we were at. I think we underestimate the power that we have on each other every single day to be able to put something small, just recognition for somebody, smiling at somebody, saying good morning to somebody, 
literally all these tiny things add up to be such a huge thing. And there is so much power in that. There is. There is. There is so much power in the little things that you can do on a daily basis. But I do believe here there is a cultural difference. I'm from Europe, uh, originally from uh, diverse countries, and then okay. I moved to North America. And what shocked me actually when I moved to North America is the lack of communication uh, between people. Yeah. Like I would get on the elevator and say good morning or hi to people, right? That I don't know, but we were like, and people would look at me and like I was the weirdo. And I remember, <laughs> I remember suffering from this at the beginning. Now I'm so used to it because it's been a decade uh, since. But I remember suffering from this a lot because I felt like I was my kindness, me being kind, say, saying hello, good morning to people, asking how are you doing, you know, having those like small talk. Like this is a way for me to express my kindness, to give, but also to receive, you know, to spread positive energy. And when I moved to North America, like I see people were like reluctant and like, oh, but I don't know you. Why are you talking to me? Right. I feel like we were like just suppressing the, the kindness part of the interaction that we could have between each other's. And I was like, okay, you know, this is cultural difference. That's okay. But now, I'm so glad, as you said, you know, there is a positive happening like out of every situation. And now people realize here in North America more than anywhere else that, okay, you know, we have to communicate between each other, like, because we need it. We do need it. Right. And it can make a big difference, as you said, in someone's life. We don't know what people are going through. Yeah. And what you just said, I think is actually incredibly powerful too, because like you're saying, it makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. It makes the other person feel good. And yet, you know, the culture that we've created is this kind of isolated, stay in my zone, don't talk to me, I don't know you. Why would you talk to me? What are you up to? What do you want? And when we live in that space, I think this is where like a lot of depression comes from. Yeah. Right? When we don't have that interaction, we all, I mean, we are beings that were created to be socially connected. Exactly. Um, and yet through culture, we've somehow made that wrong, somehow diminished that. And um, that's when you talk about like the power of, of love and kindness. This is what it creates. It creates, you know, it really does. They've done studies. There is a study done by, I'm forgetting the, um, the name of the uh, doctor that did it, but it was literally, it's called Three Acts of Kindness. He okay. did a study where he had, have you heard of this? No. Oh, okay, okay. Um, he had a study where he had people like a control group literally for one week, um, just write down every day, three things that they, uh, that, that were good that happened throughout that day, just three things each day and just did it for a week, reflecting on why those things were good, what that brought to their life by doing that just for a week, they saw six months of improved happiness in a decrease in depression. Wow. Um, just by reflecting on that. I think when we do isolate ourselves, like you were saying, and we don't bring that into our lives as much, this is what we're creating. We don't even realize it. It's almost like exactly. this silent thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's very true. And uh, Brad Burschnell says, bring love to someone in those acts 
And again, it can be very small, just like smiling at someone and, and still very powerful and impactful. Yeah. And uh, Zoltan says, lack of communication is the characteristics of large crowded city. That's true too. That's, that's very true. Yeah. And MD Sahadat Hossein says, hey, Suzit, good to see you. <laughs> Hello, it's good to see you too. So uh, you have a big event, you have a major event happening soon with your, 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 your business. So can you tell us a little bit more about uh, what's happening in your world? Oh my gosh, right now in my world, there is so much good stuff going on. Um, I will start with, we're gonna be crowdfunding soon, which, okay, I will tell you what I love about this. I, I, I've mentioned before that I was adverse to crowdfunding. Again, I was in the trading and investing arena. When you look at something like Kickstarter, I didn't, it just, it felt like some kind of a fad to me. It didn't feel as solid, didn't feel as real, but crowdfunding has actually evolved so that when you do, like you're literally investing in the company, you now can get shares in the company. At least that's the way that we're doing it. And it just makes me excited. What I love about that is being able, like the company that we're creating, a company that is about love and giving back and this kind of global movement of people starting to appreciate who they are and who everyone else is, that it can come together and be built by the people that want to, you know, give love, be included in that movement, that they will all be owners in this company to be able to do that. Like, to me, that is the most exciting thing. Um, because I think we all know life doesn't happen alone. That's what we've been talking about, right? It's, yes. it's about people coming together. So that's super exciting. That's going to be happening really soon. And I will keep everybody in, in the know on that. But that's, that's pretty much a hundred percent of what we're working on on the back end as well as doing given love and stuff. So um, I had, you know, put out a call to action on Monday saying, I need to go do stuff. I need to go give love to this world. That's been the hardest part for me. I don't know about you during for this pandemic, but any people I need to yeah. share. I, yeah. Um, and so I put out a call to action saying, hey, let's go do something. I'm down in Southern California and just saying, if there's anybody in the area, let's do this. Uh, and this is this is another thing of the power power of giving love, giving kindness is it compels other people to do the same. It's coming from such a genuine, pure space that people want to be a part of that. So literally within minutes of posting that, I had a gentleman who owns a bakery locally who said, yeah, I want to be a part of this. Let's do it. I've got a bakery. We can give them some baked goods. We'll figure it out. And, um, and I love it. And I got a chance to speak to like, it connects you with all these amazing people. I mean, he's got his own mission to, I mean, to feed the world. He's, he started working now with, uh, youth that are in transition coming out of the foster system and helping them uh, you know, navigate what comes next. And I think that's such an important thing. But I think in your life, the energy that you put out, the message that you put out brings the people to you that want to be a part of who it is that you are. Uh, that's the power of love and kindness. It's, it's going to bring people to you as well as, anyway, I'll stop talking about that. No, 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 please go ahead, because it's really, as you're talking about it, I'm like, but 
this is really and truly how you can achieve your full potential. Absolutely. By, by spreading love and kindness. And, and, and first of all, by identifying who, identifying who you are and what is it that you need. But then by spreading love and kindness, because by doing so, you will attract, you will attract the right type of people. You will attract the, the, the people that you need in your life in order to achieve your mission, in order to fulfill your ambitions. And this is true giving that you receive. And we say it, and it sounds cliche, but this is true. Give first and you shall receive, right? And this is where the power of kindness and 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 love resides uh, uh uh really and here it resonates actually with uh, our friend sahadat who says positive attitudes time management focus whatever you're worth right and another another comment from zoltan crowdfunding is an altruistic organization is a great idea curious to see if it will work out let me know if i can help right so Absolutely let's know. yeah let's let's connect beautiful people wow so what would be your last words to conclude that conversation what is the message that you want to share with uh, our audience i think i think my last words would be to not i think people so often feel that they have to take on this big giant goal um I would encourage you just to start small, start small in so many different areas and see what feels good to you, see what works for you, see which people, you know, in each area resonate the most with you. Mm -hmm. We're, I mean, we are all figuring life out. And I think if you kind of channel your energy only into one area, you're going to miss all of the other stuff going on. Don't limit yourself. Um, you know, love can be spread universally. And one of the best ways that I've seen it kind of quantified recently is in the business sector, like you're saying with the pandemic, it's easy to quantify in business because you've got numbers, you've got turnover, you've got, you know, uh, your brand and what that means, you know, for the world. And you will see, like, if you want to see the proof, if you're somebody that needs to see the numbers, dig into that companies that have like an inclusive and positive culture actually see 30 percent more returns on their business um it's it's something especially as we come out of this pandemic that people businesses are going to have to focus on because like you said it can feel so cliche it can feel so fluffy to, to just go out do good for people but there is hard evidence there's hard science behind it and if you don't believe if it still feels fluffy and kind of squishy to you try it for a day like i said start small and see what changes you yeah. will be so surprised <laughs> and it's it's very powerful Susie, thank you, thank you so much for for the for the the audience uh, watching the replay. Actually, please leave your question and comment. We read and answer all of them. But for those who want to know more about your mission and know how they can support your mission, where can they find more information about you? You can find me on LinkedIn, right? You can I just search for my name, Susie Pats, as well as on our website. We are loveoutloud.com. 
app. And that is love, constantly love beautiful. Love. Yes. Love it. <laughs> love the name. That's a beautiful name. And just to conclude, um, reaching your potential, know yourself by identifying your strengths and weaknesses and the activities you truly enjoy doing. Excel at it, right? And st start small, right? It sounds awkward. Imagine living under the same roof of somebody can't even say a simple good morning, even if they are stepping on your feet. Exactly. So let's let's get rid of this old mentality of, you know, I don't know you. And let's start small, as Susie says, like just a good morning. Just how are you doing? A smile. Asking simple questions to people that you don't know could literally like change their lives because you never know. You never know. And you will feel good when you see that because of your little act of kindness, you are making a positive impact. Susie, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for being here with us. And for those of you who want to know more about Susie, her mission, and how you can support her, please visit her LinkedIn profile. And, you know, let's connect. Let's send a DM and, and start a conversation. Susie, thank you very much. I wish you all the best. And if, I, if there is anything I can do to support you, please let me know. Thank you, Doreen. It's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone.